All right, we are back here on the podcast. We are doing some continuing Star Wars coverage. We did a lot of fun with The Mandalorian. We wrapped up the season a couple weeks ago. I had some listeners that said, hey, you guys were fun on that panel. So let's. I would love to hear more of you guys. So here we are. We're going to do some more stuff. First up, back with us. Big Star Wars fan is on right. Pete Considori. Pete, how are you? Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think this is going to be a great segment moving forward. Um, I'm doing well. Star Wars, always a fun time talking Star Wars. A um, little warm in my office, though. Yeah. So if I start sweating. Last time you had me, it was a root canal. Now I'm dying of heat exhaustion. So we're just we're rocking and rolling for these podcasts. Yeah, one of these days I'll get Pete in a perfect condition. And yeah, he'll be I'll, off his I'll game. feel better about myself a little bit, maybe, with this. Yeah. Also with me today, uh, the guy who became one of these breakout Star Wars stars of the podcast, Nick Friday is here. Nick, how are you? I'm good, Mike. Um, doing the same as last time, I guess. Um, I got a new camera, so that's cool. Yeah, so... And look a little clearer for the audience, but uh, most, for, the, for the most part, I'm exactly the same as I was. Yeah, unfortunately, your New York Giants got re- completely gypped on Sunday football because I had a terrible viewing experience yesterday. Yeah, it sucked, but you know what? I mean, you can't complain when you win six games. Yeah. Yeah, you really can't. But anyway, we're going to talk. The reason we're here is we're going to do some Star Wars coverage because, as we talked about on the Mandalorian podcast, there's a lot of references to Clone Wars and Rebels in here. So, what we're going to do is this is our basically our powerful finale podcast, Maya Santa Rosa, who already does a lot of seconds. They want to put more on her plate. So, the three of us can handle this. What we're going to do here is we're going to go through the Clone Wars basically in one segment, one month at a time. We're basically going to do the movie today, the anime film actually wants the series, do a season a month, go through the seasons, and hopefully we get through that. Maybe get through Rebels before the next. Star Wars stuff like that, which is Book of Boba Fett and audience members. We are crossroads in the name fest. We do not have a name yet. So if you have a name, feel free to tweet at me or Pete, t- comment on the YouTube video. Nick will see it there. He doesn't, he'll follow you there if you're keeping that stuff up. So sound good to you, Nick? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure I could think of something too, but we got some suggestions and we'll go off that. Be nice. Yeah. The audience can crowdsource. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'm excited too about this whole segment in general because, um, you know, I hadn't seen the show in a long time, Clone Wars, and Rebels I watched, I don't know, I saw the finale when the finale was, like, live, but I didn't watch, I had to, like, catch up, I didn't start with the show, so I'm just, it's been a while since I've seen the Clone Wars, maybe, like, five, six years since, I mean, I watched the finale about a year ago, but I hadn't seen, like, season two or whatever, season three in, like, six, seven years, so I'm excited. Yeah, Nick and I have seen them all before, Pete's background, you and I are all the same, but we had not seen the show before so we're starting the journey here yeah i don't know what you guys are talking about i'm i'm uh we're, we're here for the journey i'm here for the ride so we'll see uh we're gonna do what a season a month like you were saying so it's gonna be interesting nick I, if i remember correctly last time we were talking about this you said that the episodes aren't in order that's gonna mess me up completely yeah it doesn't really impact it at all like you'll notice I, we'll talk about this when we get to it but like i believe it's the second episode of the whole show takes place like a year later than the first but it doesn't matter like if you okay. if i never told you that you never would have right okay all right so, so it won't matter we'll we'll try to follow it right so yeah. <laughs> my brain doesn't work like the, the normal humans does so my, i might get a little confused but we'll get it going um haven't seen the show before so i'm actually interested to to, to learn and experience the show that that might give me some backstory to the whole star wars uh clone clones and everything all that kind of that all, all jazz. within that time uh that'll be good to know that'll be good to know yeah, yeah it's in my opinion it's the best time period 
Star Wars, not that it's the best content. I, I think it's great content, but I think it's the best time period. You have the clones who are really cool, but it's a shame that they were for the Empire. But, you know, before that with the Republic and then the Jedi are still the good guys. And like, it, it's just a really cool time period in Star Wars where you want to root for that team to win. And then like, you want to, and as opposed to like the Empire is really cool, but you, you can't root for them, the bad guys. Like this is like the good guys but they're like the cool guys at the same time. It's hard to explain, but you see, I guess you see what I'm saying. Like it's kind of, it's a cool time period in Star Wars. It definitely is. I'm looking forward to going back into it, but we're going to start all off with the movie that this all launched from, which is Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the movie, the animated movie directed by good old Dave Filoni. He, who we've seen on the Mandalorian coverage back in 2008. And it was written by the trio of Henry Gelroy, Stephen Melching and Scott Murphy. This is, we're going to spoil this movie because, I mean, obviously it's been out for about 13 years. So if you have not seen it yet, that's on you. But we're going to give you a very brief warning as to what's going on here with the movie. We're going to give you the classic spoiler warning as I try and find it. Here we go. Yep, we have a, we have the Clone Wars here, and we lost Nick for a second. We'll get him back in. But Pete, I have to say, not a good movie. You know, I, we talk about good movies all the time, right? We talk about like what considered it to be a good movie when it comes to Star Wars. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen. Uh, you know, a lot of action in there, a lot of uh, storyline that I can get behind. Execution, maybe not the greatest. Um, acting, maybe not the greatest. <laughs> um, it, it's just, it, it, it gets a little wonky because it's voice acting. And then I feel like maybe the actors were in use to voice acting. I could be wrong. Cause I was trying to look at the credits and I, and I kept missing them because I'm just an idiot. Was Obi-Wan played by Ewan McGregor? No. Cause so it was, it no, was, it was, was, um, I believe he was James Arnold Taylor. Okay. So it, like, it was almost close to me. Like, I was listening to it. I was like, I can't, as I was saying, I can't tell if that's the Obi-Wan from the movies. Like, I could tell it wasn't Anakin from the movies. Like, I yeah. knew it wasn't Aiden Christensen. Like, that wasn't. There, there were a few characters who are played by their um, real actors. But Count Dooku is Christopher Lee. Mace Windu is Samuel Jackson. Right. I think um, R2 and 3PO, or R2 is just noises, but 3PO is Anthony Daniels. And the rest is all is all new actors. Yeah. yeah. Right. So so that threw me off a bit because I recognized Samuel Jackson. I recognized C3PO. So I was like, I know Anakin Skywalker is not the right person. Um, I think the voice actors probably weren't used to voice acting. It was very choppy. I, I don't know if you guys got that vibe, but just as they were interacting, it was just very choppy. Almost like I recorded this part of the segment and then you try to splice it with Nick's answer and then you try to splice it with your own answer. Yeah. And it's definitely not great voice acting, but. Nick, I was talking about was not a great movie, and can you give me the? I feel like I could distill the plot down to about three sentences of this movie. Basically, here's what I take away from it: Jabba the Hutt's son gets kidnapped by the Separatists who are trying to frame the Jedi that are doing it in order to basically control the trade routes through the Outer Rim. That becomes its own thing. Jabba's uncle's involved, and Anakin picks up Ahsoka to know that is that the movie in, in about three sentences. Yeah, that's that's literally it, and I think that it's a it's something that you're gonna see in the Clone Wars the whole time too, which is 
the whole entire show, for the most part, besides the fighting, is going to be the Separatists and the Republic trying to gain support from another planet. That's basically what it's going to be. You're going to see that back and forth. Just, and it makes sense. I mean, you're trying to gain support from other you know, other planets, other species, whatever it may be. And that's, that's their goal. And you're going to see a lot of it, but you know, the worst part of the movie, in my opinion, is Jabba's uncle. And that's, that was just like, that was ridiculous. But yeah, Jabba's uncle. I mean, he was bad. And I mean, I felt like it was just like, they did a very, I think this is not like aging well in the PC era. I feel like they made him like an evil gay uncle. Like, is that, am I wrong in that, Nick? That's what it seems like. I don't really, I don't really know exactly, but I, you know, it, it, they, like Pete said, like the choppy audio, I feel the same way with the animation. I think the animation wasn't good. The audio wasn't good. Like none of the movie, the acting wasn't that good. I feel like none of the movie was good. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, I think in terms of the animation, I mean, does it to me or did the whole movie feel like it was either like blue or gray? There was like no real shades in between. Yeah, a, a lot of the same colorways in the movie, but what it got me was just the the, the sure speed of everything. Yeah. I just the, the, with the animation of of the like lightsaber battles running, like it just seemed like because they were animated, they were going like ten times faster than what a regular human could do. And fine, I get it. Like it's animation, it's fake, it's cartoon, quote unquote, if you want to call it that. But like, no one is going that quick. I mean, even in the movies, because the human body can't go that quick, they're not. So like, I wish they emulated that a little bit better. And they try to make it more human-like, just in an animated way. Um, it just made it a little too cartoony for me, just a little too quick. Uh, and that probably added to the choppiness of the animation because everything was going so quickly. Yeah, I also think one thing that bothered me, and I don't know if you felt this way about it, Nick, I feel like I read online that like basically this was the pilot of the series. They basically threw three episodes together. That was the movie. And I do, you can tell it's like basically like, oh, like here's one clear thing you could wrap up in an episode here's another one and then here's a third one i don't feel like there's not really a cohesive story here it's just like three separate episodes sta stapled together and packaged a movie yeah I, I think it was I mean, exactly what it was I, I just it's so hard to watch that movie and even the first couple of episodes even into the first season or two and think this is the same show that ended this past april that was airing this past april to show the finale where the finale i was like at the edge of my seat in that finale or the whole season, the way I was with like the Mandalorian to think that this movie created that type of hype is really crazy, but you'll see when you get there, it just keeps getting better. It definitely does. And I will point out my big issue with the movie is the insistence on the stupid nicknames. I mean, between the sky guy and the snips and the stinky. I'm like, do we realize that this is, I know that they, it's supposed to be a cartoon, but like, do we have to dumb it down to like a four-year-old level? So there's actually, of all the nicknames you said, I think they're all ridiculous, except I, I like a lot that Ahsoka calls Anakin Sky Guy because he is, and it doesn't, and it doesn't matter what she called him, just a nickname in general, because you could see at the beginning of the movie, he does not want to pad one. He thinks it's a mistake when it's given to him instead of Obi-Wan. And this is really important to testing his patience, getting some annoying girl, like, a, you know, <clears throat> Ahsoka is a great Star Wars character. In the Mandalorian, she's a mature woman. She's she's a great character, but at this point in the show, in you know, at this point in this timeline, she sucks. <laughs> she's very annoying. She's an annoying little girl. I think that's perfect. Throw an annoying little girl at him with nicknames and try to like calm him down, test his patience a little bit. So like, 
if Star Wars were real, I like that for Anakin. That's a great person to pair him up with, to slow him down a little bit, bring him back to Earth. Now, we all know it didn't actually work, but I think it was, I do like that she's like testing his patience in a way without knowing it, but I think that's good for the character. Yeah, I think it is too. And Pete, I will say the thing that caught my eye in this movie also, like Jabba's son, like Lily being like a tiny little toad if, and coming off of Mandalorian where we had baby Yoda being cute. This to me did not work. I, well, it's Jabba's son. I mean, it's not going to be cute like Baby Yoda. I mean, I yeah, but like some slug-like creature. Um, I think it didn't work because the the as much as the the you know the son was very uh, what's the word I'm looking for adventurous and oh I'm going to leave the little backpack and I feel like Baby Yoda is more personified because it has powers and it and um, you the whole two seasons are based upon protecting baby Yoda for this. It's three episodes worth or one movie worth of, well, we have to get this son back. And honestly, we only see the sun for maybe like what? 45 minutes of the movie. If I'm being generous, yeah. um, we know about it. We, we understand what's going on, but it doesn't get into saving that son until maybe the second episode. If you mash him th- through or uh, the end of the second episode, um, it also doesn't work for me because I just I feel like also too if you're a Star Wars fan you know Jabba the Hutt is no saint. Yeah. It's like you're kind of doing yeah you know, deal and it's not like you're making a deal with the devil but like it's almost like all right we'll help your son we'll help you get your son but we want something in return because we know what kind of person you are what kind of business alien you are and and what goes on in your part of the world so I, I think that's why it doesn't work. Yeah, I think I agree with that and let's do a quick around the horn here, Nick. Who is your like I think I I don't think there's any MVP in this movie. I don't think any character really comes off well in this. Actually, I think one character came off a little bit well, and that was Ventress. She made her introduction, Asaz Ventress. She she's very she's a very badass character, and she's pretty cool in the movie, and she only gets cooler. But she's the only character that I wasn't looking at, and I was like, oh. either any character from the previous movies who was in this, I thought to myself, oh boy, they ruined that character. And any character that's new, I'm like, all right, I don't care about this character. Except Asajj Ventures, I have interest in her. And if I had never seen the show, like I'm in your guys' position, I'd be excited to see what happens with her. She seems really, she seems like a badass. Yeah, and just to clarify, I know that there's the rule of two with the Sith. Like, how is her being there not break the rule? So technically, she's not because she's still a Padawan, if you will. So she doesn't really count because she didn't graduate or ever. But also I think that the rule two in general is kind of flawed in that. I think the goal of the Sith is always to have to kill the master, get a new apprentice. And I think a lot of times that the apprentice is thinking about killing the master before it's already happened. So think of it as like Dooku's plan is to overthrow the emperor or Sidious and have Vendra as his, his, his apprentice. So he has the apprentice, then he'll kill Palpatine and he'll take over. So he has to have someone, you know, in line. I think it makes sense. And I think that's his, obviously he doesn't, he doesn't you know, fulfill that goal. He gets killed by Anakin, but I think his plan is to overthrow the emperor and have um, Ventress as his um, apprentice going forward and ruling the Republic, eventually the empire. Yeah, so, P, I'm going to go to you here. Who, of all the characters, who was the worst of this movie? The worst? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be zero. It has to be. Can I pick one? Uh, I, I, I didn't... If you need a second, so, I go to Nick. 
It has to be okay. Nero. It has to be. Yeah. It's, I saw it, that character say, and I was like, what is that? What did you say, Nick? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Um, Jabba's uncle. Yeah, so so Jabba's uncle is definitely top. I, I can't get over the acting of Anakin, like, in, in either movie. Like, I just, I, I feel like they couldn't, like, do better with Anakin. He's, like, the limelight of all this. Like, that bothers me so much. Jabba's uncle, I'd, I'd have to agree with Nick, probably the worst character didn't even have to go that route with him. He could have just been another Jabba. He could be another hut that was in another spot that had people working for him. They didn't have to go the route they did. I, yeah, probably, probably zero. Yeah, probably Jabba's uncle. Um, and he just, it was so minute. Like, yeah, he helped him, but it helped Dooku, but like, it was just so minute and just so unnecessary. And he was bad on top of that. Yeah. Plus zero himself is a very, very bad villain because like literally like he, like, doesn't do anything like with like I mean Padme's I want to expose him in the movie and then like he lets her linger for way too long is like a power villain like hey like either you kill her immediately or like you send her out somewhere so she can't spread your word like not like let her hang around and, and like talk to the background of your transmission that's like extremely dumb villaining it was an awful awful character but I will touch on what Pete said about the acting on Anakin now I'm not going to defend Hayden Christensen at all but I do think I've read something that a lot of the acting was due to the writing, which, you know, their writing wasn't good either. But if you look or like really listen to some of the lines that Anakin had, and especially episode three, a lot of the lines he had that are just sound extremely cheesy and corny. Like, what is he saying? Like when he says to Obi-Wan, he says, if you're not with me, you're my enemy. You're like, oh God. But the reason they made those lines, I read this, is that if you imagine Vader saying that exact line, that's what he would say. Yeah. Like that's, that's a Vader line. Like the, the lines that Vader that's says in point. four or five, six, those, that's the way he talked. That's how they made Anakin sound. Then he sounded ridiculous because he's not a cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. It's actually interesting that you bring that up. Like, I wonder if you just dubbed James Earl Jones into episode three and if everything that Anakin says, if it makes that character better, if he, if he had the suit on, for the majority Sean, of the prequels. James yeah. Earl Jones voiceover. Like, I wonder how powerful the character would be made out to be then. That's a really good point. And so I think, like, I think you know, we continuity. touched on this too. Yeah, we touched on this too uh, last time when we were talking about the Mandalorian. And, and Nick, you had mentioned that, you know, George Lucas had told Hayden Christensen, this is the way I want you to talk. This is how I want you to act it. And I don't know, like you were speculating too. You don't know if that was George Lucas trying to cover up for his acting ability or, yeah. or writing. But that... That's actually a really good point. I wonder if someone has done that on YouTube or something where they dubbed in just like a James Earl Jones voice over the lines that even without the suit, just just the voice on Anakin, just to see if that tone and also the way James Earl Jones presents lines in the film, if that would made the performance way better. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's like the lines that he said, like imagine in episode four when he's face to face with Obi-Wan and the Death Star, he says to him... um, you know, the last time I left you, I was the learner. Now I'm the master. Imagine Anakin saying that. It would sound right. horrible. Yeah. And right. I think that's why it is. It's continuity. It makes sense, but at the sacrifice of a movie that yep. has bad dialogue. It's a great that's a great that's a great bridge. That's a great bridge to make, Nick, because I didn't even I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's a, definitely a great point, and I de- want to touch on before we move on from this movie. I don't think there's much to, there's no me not a lot of me on the bone here, but we have to talk about Ahsoka to know who is the character of the movie that becomes the character of Clone Wars. Like, basically, this becomes her show. And it's, as Nick said before, you look at this movie, you watch for her, and you're sitting there thinking, 
This is the character that I see in Mandalorian who is, like, a badass and, like, is, like, one of the coolest characters on the screen. And we get this whiny child beginning of this. This, like, it's amazing to think how far they took the character. In my mind, her character is the definition of character development. She goes from everyone on the screen wants to... Strangle her. You want to kill her. You want to strangle her. She's horrible. Get her out of here. Give me more, you know, give me more. Even if you didn't like the prequels, even if you did, give me more of that. It's better than this. And then by the end of it, it's like, how could I have said that about that character? She, when she, if she's in Star Wars Rebels, I mean, that's not a spoiler at this point. The show is eight years old, but they're six years old. I'm so not like, gonna watch it. <laughs> when, she, when, when she's in Rebels, like when you, I'm not going to tell you how she shows up. I'll leave that for when the show, but when she shows up, you're like, oh my God, that's Ahsoka. When she's in uh, Mandalorian, she puts the lightsabers on like that at the same time. It's like, oh my God, that's Ahsoka. And to think that it went from, I want to, you know, to, Oh my God, that's Ahsoka. That's character development. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And I want to ask you two questions about specifically because you're the guy who's seen this series before. Which is number one, where in the canon of the show is the movie? Is it sort of like, is it something that happened before the sh- the show? Is it in the continuity of the show somewhere? Like, where it's, is this fall? It's, it's the beginning. It's the start. It's I would imagine where we are at the beginning of that movie is probably a few weeks to a few months after uh, the attack of the clones. Okay. That makes So this is right when it starts. And then by the end of the show, it'll be at the end of episode three. Cause the, uh, when you get to the last season, it's going to run side and side with episode three. Okay. That's good to know. That's number one. Number two, like obviously you get learn about Ahsoka to know what other characters from the movie that besides the main people, do we, do we learn here? We need to follow throughout Clone Wars, the, the show. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I saw Ventress. Very cool character. I like her a lot. And then, I mean, that's about it. But, I mean, you can count General Grievous in there. Because if you think about it, we only really saw Grievous in episode three. And he was dead about halfway in. So he's going to play a much bigger role in this show. And that's really important. Because Grievous, uh, Count Dooku even a little bit. And, like, a lot of these characters, if you watch the prequels over, because episode one was, like, Anakin's a little kid and all that stuff. You don't really get to know these characters until like episode two, like halfway through. So I rewatched the prequels, you know, not that long ago. And I'm thinking, and I always thought, how many times do we see these guys all fight together? You know, Mace Windu, all these guys. And I didn't realize you don't even know Windu has a purple lightsaber until there's 10 minutes left in episode two. And I, I grew up thinking, oh, Mace Windu, purple lightsaber, Samuel Jackson. Like it, you give the, the, these characters, because there was so much to cover in those three movies that maybe they didn't do a good job with them, but I still I still enjoy those, at least for the story aspect, but maybe they didn't, you know, there's so much to cover that these characters didn't get their time to shine at all. Like, there's characters in episode three that you see die during Order 66, and you're like, who's that guy? Yeah. Like, I don't know, who's this? Who, who, I, I recognize him a little bit from the Jedi Temple, but that's it. Like, you get to know these characters, like, really well. Yeah. Like, you get to know everything about them, and that's really important for the, when you do actually sit back and watch episode three after you've seen the Clone Wars, you actually feel it when those guys die. Yeah. Definitely an interesting point for sure. And Pete, that's an experience that we're going to have for the first time because we are diving into this. We're going to start watching this show every month. I mean, I've watched an episode of season one. I watched the first episode. It was fine. It was better than the movie because in my opinion, I'll, I'll let Nick speak to his out of fact, but I think honestly, guys, like if you don't have the nine, the hundred minutes to kill, I don't think you need to watch this movie to get the gist of Clone Wars. Nope. You just have to know that exactly what you had said earlier when you summarized the movie, like that took you that 10 seconds. That's it. 
Yeah, yeah, Pete, would you recommend just going on Wikipedia instead of watching this movie? Spark note it. I mean, I, or listen to this podcast. Honestly, just listen to this podcast. Start with episode one. I haven't started the the, uh, the show yet. Or series yet. The show, yeah. But um, I'm excited. Just really quick from Nick was saying, because I had an idea about Mandalorian back from the last uh, podcast. So I have an idea about this. I wonder, because we were talking about if we made the prequels or all the movies a show, right? Um, and see how they would have done there. I wonder how Star Wars would have done in an MCU kind of format, where there was a couple of Mace Windu movies, and there was a couple of Obi-Wan movies, and there was a couple of other you know main character Yoda. movies, and then the Avengers were like yeah. episodes one through six or whatever it was, where everyone meets up and you have this story. I wonder if they would have had also more success storytelling if they would have went the MCU format. I think story-wise, it would have benefited, but I think, I actually, I think the DC model would work more for Star Wars than, than the Marvel okay. model. Like having the big one first and okay. then splitting off into the characters, essentially kind of what they've done, like with Solo. Right. I think uh, DC is a disaster, but <laughs> it work here. Yeah, I think for sure. I think there's a lot of meat to chew on here at the show. I mean, I watched for that episode. I I enjoyed it. It was much better than the movie, but that's not that's a very low bar to clear. But I do think next we're gonna go through season by season as we go here. So next month we're aiming by mid February for this. It's not locked in a date yet. We're gonna do season one. We're gonna talk about season ones of the big favorite episodes, favorite characters, stuff like that. Go through all seven seasons, and may, if if we have time, maybe we'll get into Rebels too. That's sort of the Mission statement of this part, second of the podcast. That sound good to you, Pete? I I'm down. You let me know a date when everything needs to be watched by, and I'll I'll binge. Yeah, and Nick is going back along for the ride with us. Nick is basically the Yoda to I don't know if I'm Anakin or you're Anakin, and one of us is Ahsoka. So Nick is Obi Wan this this adventure. I think I think I appreciate being Obi Wan Kenobi. It's one of the best characters, but I think as you said, we might touch on Rebels. I think we have to touch on Rebels. I think we have yeah. to watch it. Yeah. So if that means maybe doing like two seasons in one month to just so we can squeeze rebels in before December. I think we have to. Yeah. Cause the way I looked at it, there's seven seasons of clone wars and there's four of rebels. So it might have to yeah. do like a back to back at the end of rebels, but like so you, you might have to do like one double or whatever the, however the math works out, but like yeah. I mean, it's, it's a must. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think too, just, just format wise. Right. I mean, what is it like 18 episodes a season, 18 to 20? Yeah. It's like, tw- I think it's like, for... I think it's like the most is like 22, I think for an episode. Okay. So like, I think we could, I think um, I also think I, I'm pretty sure season six is only 13, and I think season seven is only like 10. Oh, so we could probably double up on that one. Yeah, that could be the yeah. that could be the spot where you double up because like, you, yeah. you, you, or we could double up at the end of Rebels because like, Rebel, the end then, of Rebels is short. And Rebels is four seasons of a, of a normal series, like 22 each. Yeah. All right. So we'll figure we'll, the math will get figured out. We'll let you guys know yeah. what's coming up next. But definitely for February, it's going to be Clone Wars season one. Which there is, I've looked on the Wikipedia, there are sort of themes for the season. This is not a theme one, sort of like, oh, this is general, like, random events happening. So, am, am I correct on that? Yeah, I think we start getting into themes. You can, if you looked at it, you would know better, but I think around season three or four. Yeah, so like I said, season two is something about bounty hunters, and then season one is just, like, nothing listed for themes. Okay, so season two, even better, okay. All right, so that's what's coming up next month. I want to thank you guys for coming on. This is sort of the teaser, the pilot brag here. If you guys want to, in the audience, give us ideas what the name of this segment will be, feel free to let us know. But P, how can you find on social media if they want to keep up with you? Uh, on Twitter at PJConstantori29. I'll retweet out this podcast and everything. A couple retweets about the Rangers hockey season starting up. So definitely give me a follow. And Nick, obviously, Nick is more. Nick is not a big social media guy, but Nick will follow, follow you, you. If, you if you let him know what where to follow you. 
So leave your handles in the comments and I'll follow you. You know, That's... comment on this video, get the algorithm going. Yeah, we'll use the SEO. Nick was Nick's a big SEO guy. That's right. All right, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks.